Hello and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up? A mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Chris. And I'm Lindsay. And the first question I want to ask is, Lindsay? Yes? How are you holding up? I'm depressed. Hooray! (laughs) We made it, guys. 15 episodes in. (laughs) We've hit it. We've hit the mark. I have returned full cycle. I woke up today and I felt exhausted instantly and my body hurt and I felt a deep resentment towards Mojo, my dog, my emotional support animal, mm-hmm. because I had to walk him. And <laughs> and then I was laying there and I was thinking, okay, what am I going to do today? And I kind of went through a couple of things. It's, it's supposed to, it's a lovely day. It's beautiful outside. It's nice and cool. Um, I was going to do this podcast with Chris, walk mm-hmm. Mojo. I can play video games if I want to, or watch a movie or do some writing and just nothing, nothing piqued my interest. I felt nothing but a little bit of dread and anxiety and stress at the idea of having to do anything at all. Mm. That's fun. That sounds real fun. Yeah. I messaged my sister because it was like, well, that's what I do. She's my uh, emotional support human. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just telling her, it just uh, feels like... It's, it's, this is the thing that's hard, we discussed it, was when you're like this, you can't remember what it feels like to feel good. So she was trying to, she's like, well, remember when we did this and think about this day and, and these wonderful memories that we have. And it's like, I remember going through those actions, but I cannot connect a good feeling to those things. I, I can't, and it's kind of makes you feel desperate mm-hmm. because I can't remember what it feels like to feel good. I, I'm not in agony. I'm not in pain. I just don't feel much of anything right now except dread and exhaustion and nothing. Chris, how are you holding up? A mirror has been placed before me <laughs> <laughs> into how my own mental problem. No, actually, um, I, I uh, for once, I am on a sort of quasi-mend, I think, where I'm like... I don't feel like absolute shit. I just kind of feel nothing. But I feel like little spikes of positivity, which is fun, I guess. I, I mean, the word of the day is fun, by the way. Uh, so I keep having these little moments of like, oh, this made me feel good. Oh, that felt good too. Woo! It's little tickles of emotional ecstasy. And then the rest of the time it's like, oh, I had that little... That little spike there. I should probably have a spike in the opposite direction while I'm at it. So today, as a result of both of our little mental states, we have ourselves some depression self-assessment tests, which are freely available on the internet and specifically through websites that are very respectable, like the NHS like various depression uh, and anxiety uh, tool websites like Psychcom and Psych Guides and stuff like that. So there are a lot of different screeners you can do. They're self-screeners. But for today, I'm going to be going through the questionnaire with Lindsay mm-hmm. as she fills it out. And we can determine kind of what stage <laughs> she's in, where she's at. And if she requires any additional help, then what she's already getting. Yeah, because today was the first day I thought, you know, 
it's been years, but maybe I should go back on depre- uh, antidepressant medication. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> we'll start first with um, try the NHS depression self-assessment. It's only nine questions, but uh, as we go through each question, we can also kind of go deeper into them. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about each one. It's not exactly. Yeah, it's not going to just be like a bullet train <laughs> through a questionnaire. Trust me, that that's not going to be as as interesting as it is to actually diet and like go go through these questions. So here so, we go. So question one: Have you found little pleasure or interest in doing things? <laughs> is it a no, not at all on some days, on more than half the days, or nearly every day? I'm gonna say on more than half or nearly every day. So. Because realistically, I know it's not nearly every day. Let's just go on more than half. More than half? Wow. Oh. All right. So, yeah, you're you're finding it kind of like peaks and valleys the same way, or is it just like flat? It's mostly flat with like little soft blips in either direction. Um, so, for example, I've, I love playing video games, as you all know. Mm-hmm. And I was playing video games yesterday, and it just felt like a chore. Yeah. What were you playing? I played a couple different things, tried some different stuff out. I played Overwatch with friends, mm-hmm. and usually that's really great. And we did some accomplishments, and it just felt like, blech, yeah. and slightly annoyance with some of them. Mm. Although they're lovely people if they listen to this. <laughs> it was not you. It, it's all me <laughs> in this scenario, yeah. I yeah. promise. Yeah, trust me. If, if anybody <laughs> listening to this is ever like in our presence, there's always kind of a moment like where they just go, so... Uh... You doing okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, exactly. So um, it's a, it's an interesting thing. If you've never been depressed and you've never felt, uh, found little pleasure or interest in doing things, it's like the boring feeling you feel if you go to the DMV. Mm-hmm. You're sort of stressed out because yeah. you know you're going to be there for a while and you're sort of dreading it, but you're also kind of bored. Mm-hmm. And that's how everything feels for me right now. <laughs> Boredom and emptiness. I'm living in the DMV. Oh, God. Next question. (laughs) Question two. Have you ever, have you found yourself feeling down, depressed, or hopeless? I think that's a bad question. I think that's a really bad question. Have you felt down, depressed? If you're, if you don't. Have you felt depressed on our depression self-assessment? Okay. I mean, I guess if you, if you can actively, like, tell yourself yes, I feel depressed. Maybe it's not so bad as opposed to, I don't know what I feel. Or, but if you know that you're depressed, why are you taking a depressed? Maybe you're curious about how depressed you are. (laughs) This is fair. Uh, Hopeless. (sighs) Let's go with the extreme here. Are you, have you been feeling hopeless? Yes. And that is, uh, it feels like I'm always going to cycle back into this. I feel like I'm never going to get into a career that I want. I feel like I'm always going to struggle because that's been my experience. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, hopeless would be a good yes. No, not at all on some days. More than half the days or nearly every day? Nearly every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that hopelessness feeling, it kind of like... It does bring a perspective to things because usually I think depression is made up of a lot of past experience. Like it's how we base our own inner voices through all the bullshit that we've been through in the past. 
So when we start dreading the future, that's where it's like you the depression is so ingrained and you know that there's very little hope of things getting better. That's what when you start knowing that there's little hope, it's like, oh, shit, things getting real right now. So. And I try to think of like, you know, there's have those mental escapes of, well, I can always move somewhere else. I can always completely try going back to school and starting a whole new life path and really dedicating myself to it. But part of me is like, you know yourself, no matter where you go, no mm. matter what you do, you're not going to escape it. No, God, no. You will always wonder what it's like in the other, you know, the grass is always greener kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So question three, have you had trouble falling or staying asleep or sleeping too much? Every day. Every day. I can't stay asleep. Uh, I can't sleep in anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be when I was depressed, I would sleep for like 15, 16 hours. And yeah. now I can't sleep. I can't sleep. No, I can't sleep either. Or when I do sleep, last today was a prime example of, I think I fell asleep today around three in the morning. Yeah. And then I woke up at one in the afternoon. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, yeah, that was a, that was a wasted day. I went to sleep at three and woke up at like nine. Yeah. See, that's my weekday schedule. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. On weekends, I tend to do sleep in a little more, typically, unless I've got a bunch of shit to do, like I had to do today. But all that just kind of was like, nope, I have priorities. (laughs) Podcast is going to be priority. Definitely. Um, So yeah, nearly every day. Question four. Have you been feeling tired or had little energy? That, I would say, the times in my life that I have felt full of energy and piss and vinegar, I can count on one hand. I am just a low energy person. Let's go with every day. <laughs> yeah, nearly every day. I, I'm, I'm, I'm weird. My energy levels are all over the place, I feel. Really? Because, yeah, a lot of the days I'll wake up and be very low energy. I'll be very just like, very mm. nothing I want to do. But then I'll have those... I'll have a few days or maybe a week or two in a row where I'll be like, yes, let's take on the day. Let's f- fuck you, sadness. Fuck you, everything in my way. I can handle you. Ha ha ha. I'm making eggs. And <laughs> I've never woken up with that feeling, I don't think. I've woken up excited for the day, but I've never been like, I'm full of energy. Maybe mm-hmm. there's something wrong. Maybe I should take a sleep, sleep study. Aid? Maybe sleep study. Yeah, that might be a pretty good idea, honestly. Just because if your sleeping is weird. It's weird. And you know what, you guys? I had a dream that I took acid and then I went into a cave system with my stepbrother while tripping on acid in my dream. (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting... And then I was stuck in the girls' bathroom line waiting to get in in the cave system. It was so weird. (laughs) That's the weirdest experience in Thunder Mountain I've ever heard. (laughs) Oh, my God. Excuse me. Um, Question five. Have you had a poor appetite or been overeating? You. You. Nearly every day? Or more than half the day? Yeah, more than half. More than half? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Is it even even on the poor appetite or the the overeating? Mostly the overeating. But... There were a few days where it was like when I ate, it was didn't taste like anything really to me. The ash. The ash in your mouth taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then that just made me feel like not eating. 
Yeah, no. Uh, I I've also been exper- I've been experiencing the same kind of oh. ashy mouth feeling, which has been great for my diet. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me not eat as so much. But for me, what happens if I have a couple days of that? Then I swing into like a binge day. Mm-hmm. But I don't binge like healthy food. I'm binging all the healthy foods, and and it's like I'm gonna get hot Cheetos and McDonald's, and and eat my roommate's leftover cheeses because they get so many cheeses they get so many cheeses yeah <laughs> it's time for a fondue night i guess <laughs> just throw all that shit in there oh no no that's that's not bueno a question is next question six of nine have you felt that you're a failure or let yourself or your family down so my first instinct is to hide inside of my t-shirt right now. Like just put my t-shirt over my knees and put my arms inside my t-shirt and it over my head and just go away with this yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a that's a very pointed question for sure. Every day. Yeah. Which you shouldn't. You shouldn't feel like that. You should you should feel good. That's I mean, it's so fucking hard to feel good about yourself. It's hard to feel good. If you can't feel... I don't feel accomplished when I do things right now. Mm-hmm. And and in the past, I have. And in yeah. the future, I will again. But right now, when I do anything, I don't feel accomplished. And I don't feel good. And all of the nasty things that people have ever said to me, including parents, mm-hmm. comes back. And it's just like... I'm trying very hard to not let this neutral, I don't feel anything, depression turn into a self-loathing, I'm going to hurt myself kind of depression. Yeah. So. The spiral into self-destruction. Yes. So continuing, question seven of nine. Question seven. Have you had some trouble concentrating on things like reading the paper or watching TV. Well, that's a very unique question for people 80 and older. Yeah, I don't read the paper. Uh, concentrating on things like reading the Facebook or watching TV. I don't think I have a difficulty concentrating on those things because they're escapes. So, in fact, I go too into them. I have difficulty focusing on what people are saying to me. I have difficulty... Fo- uh, my memory right now is weird. I can't remember things. Like, I don't really remember what I did yesterday or what I talked about or... Because all the days are just blending into one or... Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sort of. Just like dark. Just like dark. When I think about yesterday, it's just like dark. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just you're you're thinking of the cloud that's kind of overwhelming as opposed to any little sun rays coming through or anything like that. Yeah, there was no blips. And there was nothing that made me feel super angry or or sad. So there's no like... Mm Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, so let's so. see. Have you ever had trouble just concentrating? Um, I mean, I guess on some days. Some days. Sure. Yeah. Question eight. Have you been moving or speaking slowly or have been very fidgety so that other people could notice? I'm not going to say speaking slowly, but I've been actually speaking kind of strangely. Mm-hmm. Where I say things out of order. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't... It, it's weird. Like... That is, yeah. I was gonna, so I was playing this video game and I was gonna say, um, I'm a bad bitch to one of my friends. And instead I was like, I'm a bitch, but that's not. And everyone kind of got quiet and they were like, what? 
<laughs> and it happened like seven times in that one game. Like, I just am having difficulty speaking in a linear way. I don't know if... I've been noticing not that, but, like, whenever I'm writing something lately, I write things out of out order. Out of order? Okay. And then I have to, like, go back and be like, wait, I was an English major. What the fuck did I just write? And, yeah. And then immediately go back and it thinks, I'm feeling the exact same way and I don't know what the fuck that is. That's a weird thing. I don't know what that is. That's... It's geez. a vitamin deficiency, sleep deficiency. I don't know. Oh, fucking who knows. My language centers are fucked. <laughs> see, mine is a slightly different for this one because I've never, I have not been moving or speaking slowly or been very fidgety so that others would notice. I notice... I notice. I notice myself. But I'm not really around a lot of people, so I don't exactly. know if anybody would notice. So, I, yeah, exactly. I don't know if anybody would notice or if they did notice, if they would tell me something. Because typically, if I'm that far gone... Yeah, that's pretty bad. I would just say on some days, maybe. Some days? Because yeah. I did, you know what? I did get a comment from some of our listeners that um, they notice when our voice changes, when we're depressed or not. Yeah, that's... Hey... <laughs> Hey, guys, you're starting to learn us better than we learn ourselves. Yeah. That's a fun place to be. And if I sound upright now or bright in my voice, it's because I just downed a frappuccino, a chocolatey frappuccino. <laughs> and because uh, I didn't want to sound completely monotone. Yeah. No, not at all. That's a, that's a good idea, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, so our final question. Final question on this one. Uh, have you thought that you'd be better off dead or hurting yourself in some way? Every day. Nearly every day? Yep. Uh, well, depression severity rating, according <laughs> to the NHS, is you're a good 21 out of 27. So what does that mean? <laughs> Based on your responses today, it's very likely that you could be suffering from some form of depression, <laughs> but only an experienced health professional can tell for sure. Thanks. You should make an appointment to see your GP as soon as possible, or blah, 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 blah. Most people with depression improve with good care, which may include changes you can make to your life, talk therapy, and medication. Okay, so... So... This told us... Nothing. What we already knew. <laughs> but for somebody who has not experienced what we have been through for mm -hmm. as long as we have been through, yeah. these kind of tools can be very beneficial to you in terms of getting some clarification on how you're feeling, what you've been doing, what you've been going through. All of that can kind of be a good little indicator of how far in the depression you are. I think it's easy to lose track of where you are. Definitely. You just kind of, it gets away from you and you don't real like, it, that happened to me. And mm. I think you guys heard about like last week too, where I just, I woke up and I was thinking, wow, I worked really hard to not fall into depression after losing my job. But here I am starting to do the telltale signs of falling into it. And now here I am this week, I'm full blown in depression. Yeah. You are in it. You yeah. are in it to win it. I'm in it. So, meanwhile... Yeah. We actually have a follow-up oh. to uh, when we talked about our uh, the various apps that one could use mm -hmm. and all that. So I've been doing Mood mood Path. Oh. And it has been enough weeks where it actually has some answers and some reports on me, as well as my mood progression. So for the first two weeks that I was doing it, which was September, September 17th to October 1st, it indicated... 
a mild depressive episode over those two weeks. The clinical protocol advises to initially wait and observe in the case of mild depressive episodes. However, if this condition persists for longer than two weeks or you have the feeling that your situation will not improve without assistance, you should nonetheless consult a doctor or psychotherapist. So what MoodPath has done is it has every day asked me three times, four times or so, a series of questions as well as an establishment of how my mood is, whether it is a very bad, bad, moderate, good, or very good. It's really cute. There's little smiley faces to indicate which one it is. <laughs> yes, and I love them. So questions that I had right now. I don't know if I can pull those up. Yes. So it asked me things like, are you feeling up to your tasks? I said, no. Do you have less pleasure in doing things you usually enjoy? Yes. Are you feeling hopeless? No. Because I also believe that I have the capability of getting better. I have the capability of things will improve. Yada, yada, yada. So yesterday, for example, I got to spend time with friends, after which I was able to type in. I felt sad, but relaxed, numb, tired, lonely. Mm. I experienced emptiness or boredom. And I had a good time with someone. So I can establish like little things that went through those days that are like, here, this is what was happening. Here's who I was with. I can write little notes to myself. Do you find it helpful? I do, to actually. To track it? I do find it help- helpful because I can actually see. There's a graph. There's a graph with a mood progression. Seven days versus 14 days. So cute. I like that it's color coded. It's so beautiful. Like every mood per day time. On the mornings, I'm almost usually a moderate. Because then I'm at my flat line, oh, like baseline yeah, level. Person, yeah. Noon, apparently, over the last seven days has been pretty good. good. And in the evening, it's been pretty good. If I go over the last 14 days, that evens out a little bit. Where I'm a moderate, pretty much, morning and noon. So who, what kind of people do you think would benefit from this app? So I personally think that this app is very helpful for people such as myself who like to see progress or at least lack of progress, that they can track. Like, when, whenever I go on, like, my hardcore kind of weight loss stuff, I always like to see, I, I'm very meticulous in my notes, I'm meticulous in how I write down, like, what my weight is, what I'm eating, what exercises I'm doing, all of that stuff, and it allows me to go, okay, so here's what I was doing, let me see where I should go from there, blah, 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 kind of thing. So anybody who really likes note-taking, I guess this is what the app is best at, is your ability to not only track it and be told what your tracking data means, but uh, ultimately it'll give you a little diagnosis based on your results, and it will also give you a referral letter to take to a medical professional that that establishes what the app and the doctors who created the app feel is the current status based on your answers Mm. and what your symptoms are. Like, currently, apparently, uh, I am experiencing a lot of low energy, a mid-tier loss of joy, a huge sleep disorder, and pretty big feelings of guilt. So that's my current status, apparently. 
I think it, that's kind of beneficial to mm. be able to see on something a longer uh, history of stuff because when you're in depression, right now I'm in depression, I, it's very hard for me to remember when I was happy, remember when I was feeling like this last. Mm-hmm. And so seeing it like that might give you actually some hope when you're in a depressive state. Yeah. Because you're like, well... I feel like this for the last week, but two months ago, I was doing freaking great. Yep. I think the best thing to take away from it also, and this is, I feel, the most important thing, is that when you track patterns and you see where you're coming from, where you're going over the course of months, it it allows you a little bit more honesty to yourself where you're going, okay, am I actually going into a depressive state right now or am I just feeling down let's see let's compare it to the last time that i felt i was in a depressive state yeah let's see where i was then okay so i was really low this might not be as bad as i thought it was yeah so that gives you a little bit of clarity it also like i said with the honesty it forces you to be honest with yourself in terms of i could write anything i could be like i'm feeling great nobody's gonna fuck with and fuck with me but that wouldn't be true i'm just lying to myself right and i can't actually force myself to press those buttons in the app yeah because i'm like that's not true that feels like shit lying to myself yeah i think uh that's a really good point and i wanted to comment on uh moving forward while in depression like this Mm -hmm. where you're just kind of feeling hopeless and low energy and disinterest I feel resentful that I still have to do certain things, but I still do them. Um, I used to just kind of stop doing stuff in general completely, like stopped doing self-care, stopped because you just fall into it. And it just, it takes more energy. But actually, so today I did walk Mojo because you have to. (laughs) Gotta walk your dog. Mm -hmm. Walked my dog, made sure I had breakfast, an actual breakfast, not just like a donut um that's good and i took a bath and that's something that like my hygiene goes down i don't know why that is i don't know if it's like a weird rebellion against my my mother from when i was like in high school or something (laughs) like when you just you know do things so but yeah i think it just kind of goes by the wayside um fortunately i smell delicious all the time yeah but yeah just remembering to even if you don't feel like it, do the actions. Eventually, you will feel good about doing them. It will be little mood boosters, even if it doesn't feel like it will be. During the bath today, I felt like, okay, like this isn't the worst thing, and that was better than feeling nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just wanted to remind you guys that um, continuing through and doing those little things for yourself is important. Yes, and just remember always that while emotions are valid and acceptable behaviors are not so your behaviors while going through this are definitely something you have more control over than you might feel you do and being aware of your self-talk my self-talk gets really bad during these times and so i've been actively having to maybe physically move myself when i'm starting to have one of those negative thoughts or call somebody just doing anything to change where my trajectory is going because everybody can do it. Everybody can be awful to themselves, but you have the power to not allow yourself to do that. Yes. You don't have to. And that's a good act of self-love. 
Yeah, exactly. It's it's something that can take your self-worth up just a notch. Yeah. Even just a little. And I am going to a therapist tomorrow. Yay. So, for <laughs> making the time for that. So, if you are in this mode, think about doing something like that, reaching out and getting help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, we'll put the link to the uh, self-assessment that we did mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, show notes and whatnot. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast, like the Facebook page, and if you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you all. (laughs) We think you're amazing. And we can't wait to talk to you soon. Yes. So as always, don't don't tell tell us to just get over it. it.